But mm. the key thing that I don't want anybody to miss is Sir. reach out when you can add value. Right. Yeah. Don't reach out and ask for a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Add value. And you mm. gave it to them. You yeah. didn't have a price tag. Because mm. that relationship you built, there's no amount of money you can put on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Man, I hope y'all picked that up, man. Yeah. That's powerful yeah. there, bro. And, that, and, that, and that's what I was talking about, actually. That's, that, that's how I first ran across it because I was like on their site. And it was like built by digital brands. I'm like, digital brands? And then I went to your site. And then I just started seeing all the other people you mm. work with. I'm like, yo, who is this dude? And then... You know, the you know, the Matty J connection yeah. came and then that's how I'm So welcome to the Path to Prosperity podcast, where we help you make, manage, and multiply your money. I am Ash Cash, the financial motivator. Here with Storm Leroy, the employee millionaire. Yes, sir. Father Mitchell, Mr. Become Your Own Bank. And we got a special guest in the building. Special guest in the building. The king of digital brands. Yeah. Mr. Jacoby is in the building. What's up, brother? The coolest The coolest. The coolest. Man. I appreciate y'all having me pull up to the... Path to Prosperity podcast, man. I'm oh, yeah. excited, man. This is dope. I've been seeing y'all doing y'all thing, and I'm inspired by y'all daily. You know, y'all some definitely uh, some pioneers in every field. So I'm appreciate excited, man. I appreciate you, yeah, appreciate you, brother. Appreciate man, you, brother. Man, my first dealers with you was right here in it this was. space, man. You I invited you at, um, me. I think I saw you briefly at GoCon. Okay. And we had a small conversation, and then like I was like, man, something different about that dude. Man. I said, you different. I said, man, I like, you so cool, laid back, but you knew what you were talking about, too. Dope. So I hit you up the next week. I said, man, stop through. I got this uh, mastermind. That was the first mastermind I did in this crib. You yeah. came, you was on the panel with what, Runway? It was me and Runway. Yeah, digital, yeah. The other digital guru, yeah, like, yeah. that boy is cold. So, yeah, yeah you yeah. can't. I appreciate you uh, pulling up. Crushed it, bro. Letting us pull up, bro. Like it was a definitely an amazing event. Yeah. It was inspiring seeing the, the vibes in here. You had yep. a lot of people that was just getting a hella game. And they walked away with a lot of gems, and I was glad I was able to provide some. Absolutely. So. And I love the fact that there's too many people um, that do what you do. That's really out here doing what you do that mm. ain't highlighted enough. Mm. So I know you got your own show, but I was like, mm. we, we got to come give you an opportunity to talk and highlight yourself. So okay. man, we appreciate you coming through. So, nah, I, I need to get y'all on camera saying that y'all going to come to my show, too. I got to get y'all. Uh, I got to get, <laughs> get, get it documented. Man, just, I need uh, it documented right now. Y'all going to pull up. Look, look, give us the word. I'm going to pull up. We're going right. to pull up. Put us on soon. We got a conference coming up. Okay. Here, pretty soon. Path of Prosperity Conference. Okay. That's about to be going down, what, October 27th through the 29th. Okay. So definitely mm -hmm. got to get you involved in some way, too. I'm with it. Yes. Sure. Got to run the plays with no that. delays. That's it. Let's do That's it. it. Let's do it. But look, for those who don't know, right, because I know, you know, my, my introduction to you was really just realizing I didn't even know who you were. Mm. I knew your brand. Mm. Right? So I remember, like, like looking and, and just seeing all these, like, major brands, these websites, these, you know, people, in a, and I kept seeing digital brands, digital brands, digital brands. And I was like, yo, like, who is this digital brand? You know what I'm saying? Um, and so I realized, like, early on uh, that your, you know, your team, you uh, were behind a lot of these major brands that we know, we know and love. Like, a lot of, a lot of the biggest, the, a lot of the biggest yeah. names out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you had a, you had a, a you know, a, a, you know, start with, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, but those who don't know what, you know, mm. who the coolest third is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What the digital brands is. Yeah, for talk sure. to the people. Yeah, definitely, man. So uh, give a little bit of background, give some backstory. Um, I'm an ex-car salesman turned seven-figure entrepreneur. So just to show you that I didn't really have any experience or knowledge about branding digitally. Mm. I just knew I wanted to stop being overworked and underpaid, mm. right? So I end up running into my boy CEO, Matty J. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, I was getting into like network marketing, so I was starting to get the confidence to speak publicly. And, and Mac pulled up to an event, and he was in a crowd, and all I heard was this guy with big chains on, glasses on, and the crowd talking about bars, bars, <laughs> bars. And I'm like, man, who is it? And then now we got a bunch of white people in the crowd too, so I'm like, kind of like feeling uncomfortable. Like, man, why got to come in and make us feel uncomfortable? I was like, kind of like annoyed. Right. But I was like. <laughs> After I talked to him after the event, I'm like, man, like I wanted to come and let him know, like, yo, you can't be doing that. But he was so, his energy was so yeah. vibrant, yeah. and he was so like concise with his words. And I was like, okay, all right, what do you do? He was like, oh, I do digital branding. Mm. 
And I'm like, I didn't know anything about that. He was like, yeah, we need somebody like you on a team. I'm not good with actually public speaking, mm. ironically. I know y'all know him now. I'm not really yeah. good with sales and public speaking. So we ended up chopping it up. He ended up bringing me back to his, uh, his loft, and I met, met his uh, business partner named AppGuide. Mm. And he did web development. Matt did coaching, but they needed a marketer on the mm. front end, right? So that was the importance of building a team, the trifecta joint. Mm -hmm. So from there, we were only, like, working with beauty companies at the time. We in Atlanta. So we was helping women make millions of dollars selling hair weave, mm. Mm -hmm. cosmetics, and beauty products. So we just was like the, the go-to people in that beauty industry. Nobody could get a hair website without going through digital brands. Mm. We decided we wanted that niche. That was super important. Mm -hmm. Like this is who we're going to focus on. This is who we're going to target because we knew these women had budgets. Mm. We was like, we're going to target them. Mm -hmm. So after we were able to dominate the beauty industry, uh, we transitioned to the fitness industry, the waist trainer industry. We mm. blew that up. We started working with uh, Prima Donna. We helped her mm. with her brand. Matt actually ran the agency play. That's what I call it. The agency play. The agency play. Because um, we're playmakers for the most part, mm. right? You see the P. So the agency play is when you send somebody who's an influencer some work and saying, hey, listen, this is, I see what you currently have, but this is what I can do better. So you just mm. go ahead and take the initiative. So we mm. rebranded her whole business. No bread, just took a shot. Mm. Boom, sent it to her DM. Matt actually did that. He did that. Boom, now we got our first big client in the fitness industry, same way we did in the beauty industry. Mm. Then I did it in the entrepreneur industry. Mm. Y'all don't even know who I did it for. I'm going to tell you. Earn your leisure. Mm -hmm. Really? Okay. Ran the agency play. Mm -hmm. So um, I was uh, dating <laughs> this girl at the time. And shout out to, to black women. They always be putting me on. I would have made so much money with beautiful black women putting me in the great positions. <laughs> But uh, you try, she. You tried to change the narrative after that one post went viral. Hey! <laughs> I see you over there. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. I love my sisters. <laughs> love my queens. Love them. But uh, yeah, so she, she basically was like, yo, you know, I built her fitness brand. It was a brand called uh, J Scope Fitness. And she was killing it. She went from not really having a lot, lot of motion online. Uh, as her story goes, she was basically barely doing like, you know, Decent numbers a month to doing 400K, 500K mm, months nice. selling waist trainers. Mm. And um, I was working with her from the beginning, and she introduced me to Rashad and Troy. Um, and she was like, actually, no, she introduced me to the podcast. At this mm. time, they were only like 10, 12 episodes in. Mm. Right. They weren't even on YouTube, I don't think. This mm. is just a radio. She was like, hey, I really think you need to listen to these guys. Like, you know, they're dope. I started listening to this podcast. I stopped listening to Future. And um, uh, 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 Wayne, while I was in the gym, and started listening to mm. the, the Earn Your Leisure podcast. Early days. Early days. I'm yeah. early. And I'm like, yo, I've never heard no brothers talk like this. Mm. I'm like, I'm inspired. I'm like, man, I'm getting so much gain from these dudes while I'm working out. Mm. I'm building my mind. I'm building my body. At the mm. same time, I was like, man, I just got to build these dudes' brand because their website is trash. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like this, I went to their brand. I'm like, oh, damn, they need help. Shot them a DM and said, yo, bro, I don't know y'all. Y'all don't know me. But I've gotten so much gain from y'all pie, and I've been learning so much for these last few months. Like, I see your website. I want to just help you guys out. Here's a new website. And it was like, oh, damn, I love it. How much? I was like, there's no charge. Mm. You gave me so much game in these wow. months, I don't even want to charge That's you. That's real. And I was able to build a relationship. Yo, with yeah. Bro. About that same play, right? Yes. Yeah, the same play. Yep. But mm. the key thing that I don't want anybody to miss is Sir. reach out when you can add value. Right. Yeah. Don't reach out and ask for a favor. Yeah. Yeah. Add value. And you mm. gave it to them. You didn't mm. have a price tag. Because mm. that relationship you built, there's no amount of money you can put on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. Man, I hope y'all picked that up, man. Yeah. That's powerful yeah. there, bro. And, that, and, that, and that's what I was talking about, actually. That's, that, that's how I first ran across it because I was like on their site. And it was like built by digital brands. I'm like, digital brands? And then I went to your site. And then I just started seeing all the other people mm. you work with. I'm like, yo, who is this dude? And then... You know the you know the Maddie J connection yeah. came, and then that's how I realized. So like, so so out of that service, man, wow. like tell tell us about like so you you began with serving. Mm -hmm. How did something come out of that? Yeah, so I at the time I really didn't want anything out of it for that first initial message, right. but then they came back around and was like, "Hey, we love the original website that you made from us for us. Can you make something better?" Mm. And I was like, "Okay, cool." You know, he was like, "We want to pay you." So they end up paying me, and I said, um, you know, I still don't want to charge you what my normal rate would be. I still, like, want to build a relationship because I feel like this is going to be big. On the back end, can you basically shout out my podcast? I mean, not my, my brand, right? Mm -hmm. I got a podcast now, but can you shout out my brand? 
They was like, cool. So I think like 10 episodes. Mm. There was like, this episode is sponsored by digital brands. Mm. This episode is sponsored by digital brands. You can imagine what started happening to my business. Wow. You see that? He was thinking yeah. long game. Yeah. Yeah. Too many people, man, they, they trying to get everything on the front end and they mess up the long-term relationship. Yep. But that's a lesson, y'all. It's always something bigger. If you just lead with serving, mm -hmm. people yeah. will come to you. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that's, that's awesome what you did. And, and, and lead with serving um, from a perspective of value, you yeah. know, because yeah. I think that, and we all could attest to this, um, when you get to a certain level, everybody wants to serve, yeah. you know? And I, I get people always like, Joe, yo, I love what you're doing. Yo, if you ever need somebody to shoot video for you for free, I'm like, eh, I got, I got a video team. I got a yeah, social yeah, media yeah. team. Like, I got the things that you're offering me, I got already. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, yes, you could serve, right? You could have easily been like, yo, I love your podcast. Yo, I would love to be your producer. It's like, what? Bro? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got a producer already. I started yeah. looking for problems. I started really searching, like, how can mm. I add some value? But see, yeah. this one guy who I didn't even know who it was, man, he just came to our client event. And we had, we, we even had, like, a photographer at our client event. This dude just came, just started taking pictures, doing yeah. videos, doing testimonials. I didn't know. I'm like, who the hell is this dude yeah. just doing testimonials wow. um, for me or whatever? And then, like, at the end of it, he said, hey, man, like, he said, look, you don't know me, my mom's a client, but I got all your footage right here. All you gotta yeah. do is go here, you get yeah. all the footage. Yeah. So guess who we hired for our next event? He did mm -hmm. a good job, the dude, right? Understand. So yeah. it's like, man, like, like people, like, it ain't like, the dude didn't even ask me if he could serve. Right. He could start serving. Right, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's something powerful in there. Yeah. Take an initiative, man, it's so yeah. important. Yeah. Like he said, he already had the value. He didn't say, mm -hmm. hey, what if he would have came and said, hey, can I make a website? Right, exactly. That's a fact. They probably yeah, would have said, yeah, but they wouldn't have took him as serious as, mm -hmm. look, I already saw that y'all had a need. Yeah. This is the website. Do you want it? Nah, 100%. 100%. So here's a question I have for you in, in the space of marketing. What direction would you point someone if they know they want to start marketing the thing they have, but the thing they have isn't known yet? So they put the money on focusing on building out what they have as the business first, Mm. or start working on the marketing and mm. as that's growing you could start building out the business 100 percent. yeah i just made a post like that the other day i used the sound and it talked about the sound that i used it was a sound bite it said um it said a drug dealer has more business acumen than a lot of people online because mm. the drug dealer is just out there trying to figure out how to make money he's mm. not figuring out how to try to get his llc down how to mm. try to get his structure down and try to figure out how to do the paperwork and all this stuff like yo mm. first thing he went out there and figured out how to get a customer first and then mm. figured out all the back end mm -hmm. and i and i thought about that and i was like damn a lot of people think of marketing of doing all the things but actually making money mm. right and for me in order to make money you guys said a great point is that i figured i needed a high income skill i needed to have value i needed to have an offer that i can put into the marketplace mm. and my my offer was first figuring out who's my ideal i call it icp my ideal client profile mm. who do i want to talk to and typically what i like to talk to is the person that i was before mm. right because mm. that's what people mess up and they're marketing they're talking to 10 to 20 different avatars online so the most important thing for me when I got into my marketing was understanding who am I targeting and having a continuous conversation with them every post. Mm. And I'm talking to that one person every post. That's what, that's what marketing is. Mm. To, to enhance that a little bit, you said the person who you were before. Mm -hmm. So take, so let's, let's just say a lot of people try to get people from A to Z, right? Mm -hmm. You can't take people from like A all the way to Z. So when no, you say no, the person no. you were before, you're talking about the person like, when I was, you know, are you talking about like, were you the, the, the person you were before who was now the ideal client that you want to that you want to mm -hmm. attract? So, so mm -hmm. talk to us about that. Like. Yeah. So um, I was working my nine to five. Right. Right? And the person I was before, I was trying to figure out how to supplement my income, mm. trying to figure out how can I make an extra stream of bread outside of this five, six thousand dollars that I'm making. E-commerce was starting to trend. It was starting to get popular. And I didn't know enough about e-commerce. I didn't know how to how to um, have a UVP, which is a unique value proposition, yeah. what, what my brand stands for. I didn't know how to, what a call to action meant. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that I needed to have an email list. I didn't know that I need to have uh, automation set up on the back end. So because I didn't know this information, I was just teaching the person that I was before that you need to have mm -hmm. this stuff, right? Even now to this day that I've already ran the play, right? 
I've documented the play, and now I've transitioned into sharing the play. Mm. So I don't necessarily focus on the service anymore. I actually teach people how to do what I do now mm. because I've seen how much value I was able to bring to the marketplace right. by having a high-ticket skill set, mm. right? So now the person that I'm talking to is saying, okay, cool. You need to have, uh, if you're going to create content, because everybody's trying to figure out how to monetize online, but most people are literally on the internet working for free. Mm. Like Instagram Facts. has us in a chokehold. That's a yeah. They got us in a chokehold. So I've been there before. I, I had my moment where I felt like, damn, I'm reaching the ceiling. Like, ah, it's not, the bread's not getting any higher. How do I level up? I can only grow so far with having this agency because yeah. I can only accept so many clients. Mm -hmm. So then I started discovering ways to scale. So now mm -hmm. guess who I'm talking to? I'm talking mm -hmm. to agencies. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, this scale. is how you scale. So yeah. I'm talking to the person that I was with my struggle. So as I'm growing, I'm, my audience is growing with me and I'm teaching them as I grow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I you're teaching that. people who are already doing the business that you're doing. Mm -hmm. so, so you went from going to a consumer mm -hmm. now to going to people who yes. are you that yes. need to get to yes. where you are now. Yep, it was the consumer first because I wanted to start e-commerce brands. And then now that I've done it, I'm like, all right, I've started all these brands and now I'm trying to get to the next level and scale. And I don't want to talk about that as much anymore. Right? And the more, I, I seen it was in a book and it was like the best way to learn is first... Uh, first you learn it and then you teach it, mm -hmm. right? So as I'm teaching this, I'm getting this information and these universal downloads are coming in my brain and then I'm seeking new information to scale and get bigger and better, right? Mm -hmm. You have something that was called, uh, you, t you, you put me on an acronym that was hard. It was uh, the EOS. Yeah, oh, yeah. EOS. you looked that up? Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah I did. Can you touch on yeah. that? Because that's what I'm on, like this entrepreneur so, operating system. So um, I'm on it. Storm's on it too. We're getting ash on. Did you did you get it? Yeah, yet? I get it. Yeah, yeah. All right. So basically, um, the one of the biggest it's, it's an operating system mm -hmm. that shows you how to run your business. I mean, how to do your meeting rhythms, how to do your um, how to do your org chart, uh, how to properly document and scale a system. Mm -hmm. It's just a, a system that will take you through all of these things step by step. That if you follow it you should be able to put yourself in a position to scale. Mm -hmm. So one of my biggest takeaways from that was um, the role of an integrator, right? Mm -hmm. So you have the visionary and the integrator. So it's very rare that you can be both. It's possible, but 98% of the time, you're not going to be both. You're either one or the other. You're a visionary or you are um, uh, an integrator. What the, in what the visionary does, they set the culture, they set the vision, exactly like the title say. But mm -hmm. what the integrator does is they make it a reality. Yes. And they're like the go-to person who runs basically the organization. Yes. So you think about it like a president and a vice president. Mm -hmm. They run everything in the organization. They're doing the meetings. They're doing the one-on-ones. They're holding people accountable. Because mm -hmm. typically a visionary is not great at holding other people accountable. They're great at coming up with the ideas, but they also need that person that's going to filter like all of these ideas that they have and like scale it down to the most important few. So a good visionary should, should keep your team accountable, should keep your plans moving forward, should limit what, what's important and what you focus on, right? And what I realized in my business that I had a great team. Mm -hmm. I had a great leadership team, but I didn't have a great integrator because I was the one holding everybody accountable. I was the one doing all of this. So when, when I stepped away from the business, the business started to fall because I didn't have that strong person holding everybody accountable. So that's when I began to, you know, start to look for that, for that integrator. It's kind of like three levels of an employee. You got level three, level two, level one. Level three is a lot of people, they might be good, but they need a lot of guidance. They need you to tell them exactly what to do. Everything needs to be delegated and assigned to them. Um, and then there's level two, which is managers. And then there's level one, which is like the executive suite, the integrator, the one that's going to run the company. Now you're delegating, instead of delegating to a person, you're delegating the decision-making. So they're, out, they're actually doing the decision-making instead of just doing the task, right? So what I realized is that I was really, I was really good at, I was being the, all three levels. I was doing the work, being a manager, and being the executive, right? Mm. So I was going to each and every single person, one-on-one-on-one-on-one, -on -one -on -one -on -one, and, like, and it was exhausting because every time I hired somebody, it was like, now I got to take the time, I got to take the time to train this person. Mm. So it was exhausting. So... Only when I started saying I need to stop talking to everybody and actually put that buffer and create that space in between is when my business started to, uh, you know, take a turn for the better and scale. Did you, were you the person that was, was it more of an interview process where you uh, put out a job invitation for people to get this or this is just your network that people coming in and integrating? What's so great is you know how you find a great integrator? 
you not interviewing them, they come around, they interview you. Okay. So, so a good integrator is going to come in and be like, I know how to run your company. I just got some information about you, and I'll come up with a plan and show you what we're going to do. Mm. So integrator come to you. You, you think you're interviewing them, but they like, I got a sheet. I got a, I got a questionnaire I need you to fill out. I need all of this information. I'm going to come back with a plan, and I'm going to go a step by step. So I hired this one person uh, about a month ago, man. They came out with a whole 10-page document week by week by week, exactly what they're going to do, exactly how they're going to help me in all these certain areas, what we're going to implement week to week. All I had to do was accept it. So imagine the pressure off of me. When somebody is coming, I don't even got to tell them what to do. They interview me, they tell me what to do. You see the difference in that? Yeah. Yeah, it's a difference, bro. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's hard. And that's, that's one so, of the most important. So you important. start looking that up. Tell me, tell me about your experience with it. So for actually the whole integrated and visionary thing that you just touched on, I actually, my, my integrator is Lissa. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. uh, level up Lissa. She is, she's a beast as far as like with the company. She's actually the COO in the company. Nice. And um, she was one of the people that I introduced to the agency play. Um, transitioned from, you know, working a regular job to basically running my whole business. So I, I didn't even really notice that was her title until I talked to you and I started mm. looking it up. And I was like, oh, damn, I'm the visionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the person that's coming up with all these crazy ideas, but a lot of the times I'm, honestly, I'm dropping a ball because I'm not integrating stuff. So mm-hmm. that was my, my two biggest takeaways was the visionary and then the integrated. And I said, oh, this is essentially what the agency play is. Yeah. Is I'm showing people how to have an infrastructure. I'm showing people how to have a foundation. Because people build, they build wide all the time. Right. right. I'm talking about we trying to build deep. We need our, we need our skyscraper to keep going mm-hmm. up and up, right? So that was what I really took away. I was like, that's what I, I didn't know the title for, it, but I'm like, that's what I'm missing. And that's what I'm teaching people is that you need a team. You need, like mm-hmm. I told you, I came in and um, my guy, AG, he was the web developer. Matt was a lot of the coaching and I came in as the marketer. So we needed that trifecta, bro. So you need those pieces. A lot of people try to be CEOs, chief everything officer. Every fact. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let, let, let's talk a little bit because behind the scene, we talked about um, this space that we're in from mm-hmm. a marketing standpoint, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that um, there was the wild, wild west uh, of, of <laughs> entrepreneurship, right? Like if you look at the years 2020 to about now, yeah, 2023, yeah. there was a, a three-year um space yeah. where it was the wild wild west like anybody could do anything uh people were making a lot of money uh it was there was no rules mm. right and so people who would normally not be successful uh could just jump in and just see what's working jump in and make a lot mm. whole lot of money mm. uh what we're seeing right now though is you know everything corrects itself right For sure and so what we're seeing right now is that a lot of people who built these brands I don't, even, I don't even want to call it built these brands, to be honest with you. A lot of people who jumped on trends are now seeing a decline in their customer base. They're seeing a decline in, um, you know, their followings. Mm. They're seeing a decline in, you know, people, you know, buying their products and services. And so now we're kind of reverting back to pre-2020 days yeah, 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 where sure. you actually have to uh, stand out. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like now it's you, you kind of see everybody's doing the same thing. But like what like what like, you know, the separation is clear now. Mm-hmm. Right. You start mm-hmm. to see those who continue to rise mm-hmm. are those who had a solid brand that was built off of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and now the consumer is able to see. All right. Oh, this person has a brand. But everybody else who um, didn't have that brand mm-hmm. is, is kind of staying stagnant now. What is the essential thing, right? So, so right now, somebody's watching who is stagnant. They're like, mm-hmm. "I'm not moving nowhere. How do I, you know, how do I build up?" Or somebody who's just starting out, like, "What is, um, what is the essentials of mm-hmm. building a brand?" Man, it's a it's a great question. I was just uh, on social and I was uh, scrolling down my timeline and I seen Rashad say something that resonated with me. He said, um, "There's only about twenty percent of." You know, your skill set of what you know yep. is about 80% of the relationship. Yep. And I mm. think that's what that's has good. allowed me to continue to keep growing. And even in, in down moments, like I got friends, I got people that, that see me and it's just like, all right, cool. We're going to keep going. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep grinding. Yeah. And that to me is 
what a lot of people missed out on in the 2020 to 2023, they just came in for a money grab, yeah. is that they didn't build any real relationships, mm -hmm. right? They don't know how to nurture their contacts, mm -hmm. right? They, they weren't genuine. It was all about, let me just go ahead and get this income and we're focusing on the impact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that to me was, that to me is one of the main reasons that a lot of people weren't able to uh, keep going upwards. Mm -hmm. Then outside of that is microwave, microwave mentality. Mm. is they we've seen them online transitioning from hustle to hustle to hustle mm -hmm. to hustle to hustle yeah and the consumers now are a lot smarter right right a lot of them were scammed and finessed during this 2020 to 2023 mm -hmm. a, a lot of them are in worse positions because of the gurus mm. yeah. it was a huge wow. financial bubble that a lot of people were talking about Turo, airbnb get all this credit get all this debt and then now that the market has corrected themselves, mm -hmm. people aren't traveling as much. Right. So guess what? Airbnbs, now you're getting your, 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 uh, your house, um, what is it? Not, not evicted or like seized or whatever. Oh, foreclosed. foreclosed. Yeah, you're yeah. your house foreclosed on. Uh, you're getting your cars repossessed, yeah. right? Repossessions are up. It's, we're getting over 5,000 repossessions every month right now. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So all the people, when I, I ran a tour play years and years ago mm -hmm. before anybody knew about it, and I seen what was happening. I said, yep. oh, this market's starting to get crazy. I liquidated all my vehicles, yep. got straight focused on what I was on. So I think that's a lot what's happening is that we're seeing these entrepreneurs, bro, and they're jumping and they're just talking about anything. Yeah. And then you buying a course, you buying the information, and it's whack and nobody gonna buy from you again. Right. So it's like you're not thinking about like not get technical. It's like it's like with all the crypto guru, gurus, gurus out, and then all of a sudden crypto went down. You ain't hear from them. You ain't no hear from them like no stick, more. Stick with what you're talking about. Stick with what you're talking about. And then that's to to speak on that. You've been talking about the insurance, infinity banking, all that since when I, it wasn't popular. When it wasn't popular, yeah. right? I've been seeing that since the origin of you. When you were first, when I first met you, you've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. Ash, you've been talking about books since the beginning. Sheesh. Oh, I seen your post. Congratulations too. Mm -hmm. I seen, yeah. So that was huge. Mm -hmm. And then you, Storm, employee millionaire. Like you always talking about the job. Like and then that's such a negative connotation now in the entrepreneur world where people are like, oh. Fuck a job. You don't need no job. But yep. you like, yo, I'm an employed millionaire. I got yeah. and you stuck with that and you roll mm -hmm. with that. So And he's that, been investing since ninety-nine. That's what you what? call building a brand, bro. That's what you call yeah. building a brand. And yeah. then even me strategy wise to get technical, yeah, is that I made sure that I had my thing stamped. Everything, every website that I did, mm -hmm. you can't get a website from me unless it's stamped. Yeah. The only person that didn't allow me to stamp my website. I ain't gonna even say it, boy. Like, Yo, put it out there, but you started it, man. I started man. it. <laughs> All right, so my website been stamped on every brand that I work with, and I did one deal. It was actually with Wall Street Trapper. Yep. I did a deal with Trap. Salute the Trap. Salute the Trap. Yeah. And um, that was the only person that I didn't stamp my website on because he was so he was adamant about his brand. Mm -hmm. And he was like, "Yo, you know, I want my I want my brand, and I don't want another person brand on my brand." Yeah. And. And yep. that's good. That's good that you said that. I'm happy you did. Yeah. Because his consistency. Yeah. Because we were working on something, and he was like, "Yo, Ash, yo, yo I love you, man." Yeah. But he's like, "Nah, I, I, I gotta, I gotta keep this this way." So I'm glad that you yeah, said yeah, that. Yeah. Because that I shows this his his consistency. Because because th this is a conversation. He know what I'm talking about. This is a conversation we had. You know, behind the behind scenes. Behind the scenes. He did the same same exact thing. Yeah. To me. I was yeah. like, first I was like, damn, but then. I was like, all right, cool. You know, again, we negotiated some stuff on the back end. Yep, yep, where it yep, was like, yep. all right, cool. I'm willing to, I'm willing to swallow my pride a little bit, my ego of yeah. me saying, yo, this is da 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 da. But all right, this is what, what can you do for me? Right. This is what I want. This right. is what I want. Does yeah. that sound fair? You Absolutely. know, boom. So I made my agreement, and that's important too. So when you're doing yeah. business deals, uh, anybody who's getting into this creative space, what's more important than the creativity is the business side. Yeah, right. You got to learn business, bro. Yeah. So that was one of my like earlier mistakes is that I made so much money starting out, yeah. I had to really take the time to realize once you make the money, sit back and learn, right. get smarter. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta yeah. get smarter. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of things uh, that people want to get involved with, whether it's music, uh, some entertainment, some form of entertainment, some form of business starting. But what I really want people to think about is what's behind the camera? What's mm. behind the mic? What's going on in the back? A lot of people don't want to be the manager. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to be the one on the set. They don't want to be the one to run the lights. They don't want to be the one. But little do you know, these people in the back are making so much consistent money. Oh, 100%. People do not understand the power of marketing and how that extends beyond that one person mm -hmm. to a whole array. You just gave a, a litany of people that you work with, yeah. mm -hmm. opportunities that came up, and how it still continues to go on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Well, people focus on wanting to be that one entity yeah. involved with that one thing 
when that one thing dies, then what is there left? Yeah. What you're doing will always continue to grow. Yeah. So my question now is, have you ever experienced a situation where there was too much marketing behind something where now they're going too far? Now it's not too good. Could it be a hindrance? Like, could there be a possibility of marketing something too much where it's like, nah, it's overkill now. I'm starting to see it too much. Mm. Can you elaborate a little bit more on it? Because I'm, I'm trying to capture it. So, For example, I have a brand. Okay. I'm on here and here and here, but then I go to you with that brand. You go, yeah, your brand is fine where it's at. Like, you don't need to take it to this other space. Or that, like somebody want to take a brand to another group of people or another, mm. uh, or, or another uh, region. And you're mm. like, no, it's not going to work there. It, it's fine where it's at and it's grew to where it's going to be. Like, do you think every brand deserves to be everywhere? Why not? I mean, why not continue to grow? Yeah. Um, I just, uh, I'm always. So you've never seen that. Is, is what Personally, in my mind, I can't think of a person that I said, yo, don't market. You're, you're overkill. Um, of course, I would say focus and then do things in stages or th yeah. do things in tiers. Let's let's capture this market. Let's crush it. Let's dominate it. And then let's scale accordingly. Right. That would be my advice to anybody who's trying to market. But I'll never say, you know, don't market more. What right? do you think about the statement when uh, when they, when, um, somebody once said that if people ain't complaining about your marketing, oh, you're yeah. marketing too much, then you're not marketing enough. You're not marketing enough. That's the truth. Mm. That's the truth. Yeah. Um, I think Neil said something about, like, you got to be a, annoying. You got to be annoying with your marketing. I like right? that. And you, you got to show up in their face every day. You got to damn near be an algorithm. Yeah. And I learned <laughs> that on a, on a Country Wayne show. Um, my boy Mike Bless, who <laughs> yeah, introduced yeah, yeah, me yeah. to that, he would strategically put certain people's faces as the cover. Cause, mm. And he said something that Steve's like, oh yeah, her face is an algorithm now. And I looked at him and I said, oh, mm. you right. Mm. So that face remark is gonna get more clicks and more views when your face is being seen so mm. much, right? Because now that's your brand, that's your re reputation. It's like, I know he's gonna give me a word. Mm. I know she's gonna say something wild and ratchet. Yeah. Like, oh, I know they're gonna say like, you, you see Finesse. Right. No telling what he gonna say out of his mouth. He a genius in marketing like, though. I gotta clean this dude right though. here. Yeah, huh? You gotta see what he gonna when say. You see, yeah, when you that? see this man with a hat on and some shades on, you just know he about nah, to nah, say nah, something nah, crazy. He, he, and he, he like, let me hit the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what you call it. Very intentional, yeah. So you said I basically need to put Vanessa's picture on my cover you need to have it I do. had a cigar <laughs> right and just say something crazy you know, I was thinking that, man we, should, right. we gotta have finesse out here what we gotta do we gotta all dress like finesse <laughs> <laughs> hey, cover, hey here's something crazy you know, yeah. something you don't know yeah I did finesse first episode on a rich and unemployed podcast. Oh, for real? <laughs> oh, for real? <laughs> I did his first episode. Then bro came back and did my first episode. <laughs> hey, real, hey, real. He came back and showed love. First episode. Hey, speaking of that, yeah. I ran an agency play with finesse. Yeah. He had a website. I said, yo, this website, bro, is cool, but I'm gonna rebrand it and make it 10 times doper. But yeah. this is what I need from you. Yeah. This is what I need from you. Yeah, you got to run that play. I did. I rebranded his whole website. Boom. Website night and day looks 10 times better. But I said, yo, I got this brand called Lux Honey. Mm -hmm. I need you to promote it because it matches with your audience. It's a yeah. sex product. Yeah. Bro promoted my sex product, the sex product on his, on his uh, podcast. Yeah. $16,000 in one day. Mm. Mm. And let me ask you something, though, right? Wow. And so, and so. Finesse Smart, and I man. are running, running a play together, right? Similar to what you just talked about, about serving first. So normally I charge, but I, I see what he got. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, let me, let me run this play with him because mm -hmm. he got it, mm -hmm. right? What's your thoughts on that, though, right? Like, is there an it, right? Is mm -hmm. there, uh, can anybody be good at marketing? Or is there like, like, like Diddy? Diddy got it. Mm. I don't care what. Like Diddy, Diddy, Diddy did music. Diddy did cologne. Diddy did clothes. I don't care. Like yeah, Diddy ran a marathon. Like I don't care what Diddy do. Mm. He got it. Like there's certain people mm. that I don't care what it is. You put something in front of them, like sex toy, whatever. Like yeah, you put something in front of them, they're gonna have it. Is there a such thing? Like is there people that are made? for the spotlight who could who who you should market for and there's some people who are like you know what you don't really got it you should you should you should play play the background what's your thoughts on that mm. 
somebody who just don't got it, like tell them to play the background. Yeah. Advising them. Yeah, of course. It goes back to what you were just talking about, the visionary and the integrated. Not every, yeah. My business partner, the app guy, this dude is the smartest guy I've ever met in my life. Yeah. He doesn't come out of the house. Right. He just studies and reads, and he knows he needed somebody like me and Matt mm. to go out here and run these plays. But he's actually the real coder. He's the real mm. developer. He's the real designer. He's the, he's yeah, the person who's behind be. all of that. He understands his position. Yeah. So he know he doesn't have it. Right. He literally says, I'm socially awkward. He, you know, like, I don't want to go out. He calls me sometime. We chop it up on, like, personality to meeting people and tell you, like, I don't want to do all of that. Yeah. But then there's people that are outside like yeah. people gravitate towards me when i'm out because i don't come around with this arrogant personality right. like right. almost chill yeah. laid back i literally the coolest nerd ever was like my brand like i'm cool yeah you would never know people i hear all the time like people are like bro you're so humble yeah and i don't even know how to feel about that yeah because like you know it's like this the best, no, it's the best compliment you can yeah. ever get and, and and the reason why i say that is because i believe that like you like you talked about earlier like what rashad was saying that it's twenty percent what you know, but it's eighty percent relationship. Um, you know, I you know I get that all the time as well. They'd be like, "Yo, Ash, you're so humble." Yeah. Yo, I've been in this game for over a decade. Yeah. I've helped so many people behind the scenes. Yeah. That yo, I got I got relationships that I don't even talk about. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I understand. So now, if I need something done, I can always make a phone call. I can always like there's ne like I'll I'll never lack opportunity. You know why? I don't care about money. Mm. Money come and go, mm. but like, like one, of, one of my mentors, John Hope, once said, he was like, yo, Ash, do you want to be famous or do you want to be dangerous? I was like, oh, right? Fame, fame come and go. I, yo, I'm telling you, I, like, in, in, this, in this 14 years I've been an entrepreneur, I've seen, there's people who were popping yeah. a decade ago who are making memes on Facebook right now. Yeah. And I'm talking about, like, you don't even, like, yeah. like, like you wouldn't even know. Like, like, like this is one guy, I remember, he had this, he had it on Smash. Yo, now all he do is make, you know what I'm saying? Make memes. Cause he cause he has fall for grace was bad. But so I see the fame, the fame thing come and go. But when you got relationships, yo, you dangerous. Yeah. Because because mm -hmm. now people remember, right? Like, think about this, right? Like, like, like I had like I can get on radio anytime I want. Why? Because I remember when, when somebody was an intern. Like I, 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 and I was up. I did them a favor, mm. and they like, oh man, like I, like, like I never did it because I'd say they owe me, but they like, oh nah, like Ash is good, whatever. Whatever. So now when they become program director of 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 iHeartRadio, and they like, yo Ash, yo I got somebody who were like, oh yo you want to, I bet, hey, here, here you go, right? And so and so I, I wanted to say that, but like I wanted to ask you that question because from a marketing standpoint, a lot of people just feel like, man. You know, you know, I have this vision. I want to, you know, you know, I want to be the, you know, you know, I want fame or I want, you know, mm. like, I want people to know who I am. Mm. Where the truth of the matter is that, I mean, you you mentioned Earn Your Leisure, like, the, mm. like their brand is built off of relationships. Yeah. Like, I can literally every single opportunity that they have, mm. right? I can literally like like uh, there's a there's a movie called Paycheck. I love it with mm. with, uh, with Ben Affleck, yeah. um, and he's an he's an accountant or, or like an accountant or something. Movie. And yeah. what he does is he looks at at a at a business and he's able to dissect it and go backwards and move backwards. Mm. And so and so so I oh, like I, I my brain works that way as well. Like I always look at somebody and I'd be like, all right, what was the pieces that they put together? Yeah. And I look at I look at EYL and I and I can literally be like, oh. This this person was th that line. This person was that connect. This person was that connect. Reverse like, like, engineering. Yo, yeah. Yo, all of it, and it's all about that eighty percent. Yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. And speaking I, of that, speaking of that, was was crazy. The person I had the best relationship with was the person that was behind the scenes. Right. I actually built with Michael. Yep. I didn't build with Rashad and yep. Troy. I built with Michael. Yep. He came over to the crib. We yep. actually he came over to the crib like about six seven months ago. We yep. chopped it up. We sat down. Was at the computer just doing stuff. Yep. I built with the person on the background. Absolutely. The mm -hmm. integrator. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's good. Bro. 100%. 100%. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So how do you take that? So 80% based on relationship mm -hmm. capital, right? That's why you came today. I hit you, you up. You hit like, me hey, up. Bro, That's it. Come yeah. over to the crib and record. But, yeah. Uh, you ain't just going to have no anybody on the show. I know. No. I seen who y'all had on the show. No. I already know you ain't going to just invite anybody. anybody. I appreciate you that. You want our uh, first few guests, actually. Oh. But how do, you, how do you take that relationship capital and translate it to a digital brand? Oh, man, how do you take that relationship capital and translate into a digital brand? It's multiple ways. Like, um, I would say the best 
result that I've seen of people doing that would be the circle of CEOs, mm -hmm. right? I love how they took the relationship and they took it to a digital brand. They created something as a community and understand that we're stronger together. Mm -hmm. And then I've seen a lot of people like, you know, follow suit, right? And even with publicly, like how, even how y'all doing, mm -hmm. coming together, I think is just how you create a, a digital brand, having a team. Cause as an individual, nobody wants to follow an individual. You gotta mm -hmm. follow a, you gotta follow a, I wanna join that movement type right, vibe. Movement, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right, and, and that's how you turn it into to a movement. Uh, yeah. Turn it into a movement. So yeah. even me as an individual, right? I coolest nerd ever. People don't want to really rock coolest nerd ever. But then me, Matt, Liz came together, some other people, we created the Playmakers, mm -hmm. right? So now that's how you turn it into a brand is yeah. you have to create a community. You have to have a back end where people can attach themselves and align themselves with it and understand your core values, your morals, your, mm -hmm. how much integrity you have. Yeah. That's what you have as a brand. You know, when we started, you know, Path of Prosperity mm -hmm. uh, together, if you remember, it was based on a movement. Mm -hmm. Like we said, we don't want people to see us. We want people to see the movement yeah. behind it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Yeah. What is our movement? Let's get let's get back to the basics of yeah. it. Like, mm -hmm. what is our movement? Yeah, yeah. I think I mean I think I think our movement is really just helping people uh, see themselves as wealth creators and understanding that as a wealth creator uh, that we you know that we're, we're greater together, right? Mm -hmm. And so that community that we've built. Um, of, of people connecting with each other, the community of understanding like, like, like what, what, you know, what, Storm is, what Storm does you know, within his community, uh, within Path to Prosperity, they got deals that they're doing together, right? And they're like, all right, we're supporting each other. Like, you know, what you do when, you know, people are talking about insurance and, they, you know, they're, they're learning as a community saying, hey, you know what? Oh, I got this, I got this level of, of uh, you know, of, of, uh, of insurance. Now I need to, you know, like now they're checking off boxes. Your, your, wealth, your wealth accumulation method. Now everybody, they, you know, as a community, we're all like, like, trying to get to that space mm. when people come into my community and they're writing their books they're doing their digital products they're doing all that but we're supporting each other within that i think that's the movement right that's what people um, connect with us about because it's not really about me it's not about marvin mm. it's not about storm Specs. it's about look we got a community of people who want to make manage and multiply their money they want to get on their space they want to mm -hmm. get to their path to prosperity right which is yeah. not connected to us because it's a methodology we got a freedom number we got 100%. a we got a system that if you come into our community just follow the system and it works every time you know what i'm saying so That's it's really good. about just you know just from a marketing standpoint though right which is good that you asked that question from a marketing standpoint we just got to do a better job yeah. of that. communicating yeah. that what you say so how could we communicate the movement or what, what you got to add to what what, what um, ash is by literally being seen together yeah like when people see us together they saw us individually there's like oh he's doing his thing yeah but once they saw us together they said they're moving faster and further together mm -hmm. now they look at themselves who they surround themselves with and go, I'll move much faster if I get somebody along with me to do what, this thing I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. So even if they don't follow us directly, indirectly, we're impacting them to let them know you can't do this alone. Yeah. Just by watching us. But you know, when we, um, like when we did our challenges mm -hmm. last year, broke records, mm -hmm. and we ended up doing our, um, doing our conference last year, which by the way, October 27th to 29th, this year is about to pop up. Atlanta, Georgia, check us out. But um, we did that. We didn't. We knew what we were doing for our community. Yeah. I don't think we knew what we were doing for 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 others' communities as well. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, because what we said was like we wanted to level up. We, everybody. Yeah. If, if everybody stepped up because of what we did, then we did our job. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we look back one year later. We've done, look, look how many trifectas, new trifectas yeah, have appeared yeah. that are crushing the game and everybody benefits from it. Yeah. So, so that's, that, that's the movement, man. We, and now we got to say, okay, they came, they doing they, they thing, which is great. How can we collaborate that together? Yeah. You know, how can we make this an even bigger movement? Yeah. So how do, so, so how do we do that, man? You, you're a movement maker yourself, man. So what's your, 
Which is What's the unity play? Give us the unity the, play. The unity play. The unity play. I think uh, we, you know, in Atlanta too. You know, in mm-hmm. Atlanta, it's a lot of unity going on. It's a lot of collaboration over competition that's happening in the city. And I thought that was normal, honestly, because I had been here for like the last seven, eight years. So that's all I knew. Mm-hmm. And every time I meet somebody from a different city, they talk about, man, I love what you guys are doing in this city. And you guys are literally the leaders of bringing people together mm-hmm. and having these events. I think the events are where is that and just keep getting bigger and bigger. And then having the different groups, whether it's the path to prosperity, it's the, uh, the recession proof uh, community. It's uh, the playmakers community. And we have a big event all mm-hmm. together. Right, and all these different groups, and we have a big event together, and we go out there, and we we gotta come, we gotta compete too. We yeah. gonna have fun. We gonna compete too. We, yeah. Who can we provide? Who can provide the most value? Yeah. Who can change the most lives? Yeah. It gotta be fun. It's like being on a court too. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's gonna we gonna be out there like showing love, but at the same time, who can provide the most value? Who can help turn into the help people turn into the most millionaires, thousandaires? Who can help somebody just make an extra two k a month? Because mm. that's what's really a lot of people just need an extra two thousand dollars a month. Everybody yeah. online talking about making hundreds trillions of dollars right, right, right. bro bro i need 1500 to pay my rent that's it right yeah. so man who you know that's what i say let's come together and figure that out mm. you know and do yeah. do more things that's, what, that's the next thing yeah. yeah so we prove that we can do what we're doing on the on the, on the community level yeah i mean mm-hmm. we came we broke records we helped a lot of people a lot of people quit their jobs and did a lot of things because of what we did now we got to lead this community a lot yeah. of people they come to us Sometimes in public, sometimes in private, and say we doing what we doing because of, because of y'all. Yeah, like y'all started this. Yeah, we 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 said we got to do the same thing, right? Yeah, we got to be at the forefront of that. Mm-hmm. Like how? Now, oddly enough, right? Because yeah, you, you know, yeah, Storm, yeah. Storm Storm got the got the, the the big brother smile on his face, but oddly enough, yeah. you know, that's one of the things that I mean, Storm was saying that a yeah, year ago. A, let me tell you how it happened. Yeah. First time me and David Shands met each other. Yep. Yeah. We were at, I forgot, was it Recession Proof? I mean, yeah, yeah Recession Proof. Something apart. Yeah, yeah, in Vegas. No, I think we was in Vegas, right? Yeah, we was in Vegas. First time, so yeah. we, we do the big number, we do with the challenge. And, um, you know, I, I'm, I'm very forward. Like, mm-hmm. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I like you. I meet you. I want to, I see yeah. you. I want to come meet you. I want to yeah. talk to you and get to know you as a person. Yeah. So I walk over and I'm like, yo, man, that's what's up. It's a pleasure to meet you. Oh, no, Vest Fest. It was a Vest Fest. Vest Last year. Okay, like, so I'm like, yo, it's a pleasure to meet you, my guy. Yo, yeah. blah, blah, blah. He goes, man, I see what y'all did with that, that challenge. Yeah. So we coming for that number. I said, yo, that's, that's dope. That's so dope. But you know what would be cool? I said, what if we all just got together and changed the world? Mm. He looked at me and said, Yo, you different. Yeah. I said, that's why I'm here. Yeah. That's the only reason why I'm here. It's not for the money. Mm. Said as an individual, it's cool. As a group, this is even better. But yeah. the bigger picture is what we can all do. do and ironically, that night, and I think we were all on a live, I, th- I, f- I had a dream that I was on stage with a bunch of all of us, like my peers, people in this space, yeah. stadium full of people. Yeah. And all those people in the, in, in the stadium were all the families whose lives we changed. Mm. Bro, that was one of the most powerful dreams I've ever had in my life. I woke up on that live. I was never the same. And then he saw me. That Then I met him the next day and told him that. Mm-hmm. I said, I can't go back from what I saw because yeah. I have deja vu a lot. Mm. When I dream something, it comes true 80, yeah. 90% of the times. So I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. So that's why when I talk about life and existence and understanding your yeah. mortality is because I have a mission I got to get to before my time expires. I got to yeah. get to that thing I yo, dreamt yo, about. Yo, can you imagine, though, like State Farm Arena? I'm going to State Farm go hold. 60,000, 80,000? I'm going to say go hold. That's light. That's not big yeah, enough. That's going to be huge. Can like, you imagine I need that, a though? soccer stadium. Can you imagine if, if all of us, like, all right, soccer stadium, like, just feel like... Yeah. All the leaders in every field. Every like, field, though. EYL already showed us it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Just take that. Yeah. Yeah. Like... If that's Sheesh. 20, we can do 300. Right. 400,000. Yeah. Somebody, that was Trap. That was Easy. Trap. Um, speaking of Trap, mm-hmm. um, on your live the mm-hmm. other day, he was like, I, I heard the part, he was like, man, even 20,000. We got to understand that's big to us, mm-hmm. but it's like a drop in the water. It's just scratching the surface. Right. 100%. Like it's still in the grand scheme of things, it's still not a lot, even though it's big. 100%. You know what I'm 100%. Yeah. And that's the truth. And, that, and, and honestly, that's why unity is, is needed. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, but real quick, before yeah. I leave my brain, mm-hmm. we're still separated. 
Right. That's that, we're yeah. twenty thousand yep. separated. Yep. We're in there claiming a set. Yeah. Either it's past prosperity, it's recession proof, or sleeper suckers. Like whoever community you're with, yeah. we're branded. And now when somebody says who you with, that's no different when somebody say, Oh, I went to Howard, H you or oh, you went to Hampton, you went to Howard. Like when I hear that, it makes me cringe. Yeah. That we're two black colleges, but when one says the other's name, we don't respect it the way it should be. They didn't get into that with, with the intent of you not liking each other. Mm. So why do we join somebody's community with the intent? You don't join my community with the intent of not liking yours and not liking his. Yeah. So you're just saying showing, so it's like, know, showing mutual respect. Because I think people still yes. want to see what you represent. But you're yeah. just saying. I mean, honestly, though, I think, I think. There needs to be an end goal for yeah, me. Yeah, I think, I, th- I, think, I think that, you know, you, you, you know, what I was just saying, like, like unity and that's why it's important is because when you think about in the grander scheme of things, right? If you think about the grand scheme of things, um, we still have, was it 1.3, trillion dollars that passed through the black community mm-hmm. that that and, and we don't own a majority of wealth. Like where is that money going? Pass through. You know what I'm saying? It's pa- it's passing through. I'm talking about true. I'm talking about and just 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 for context, so, so what we understand what we're talking about is that if you take all of the richest countries, right, on, on earth, we would be the, the, the seventh or eighth largest country, in, as black Americans, we would be the, the seventh or eighth largest country if you look at how much money passes through our community, right? And so, yes, when you think about 20,000 people in a, in a stadium learning about investing and things of that nature, that's definitely a start. But there's millions of us. Mm-hmm. There's millions of us. And so there's millions of us that will come to a State Farm Arena or a Beyonce concert mm-hmm. or, right, mm-hmm. 50 Cent sold a million tickets, right? 50 Cent sold a, one million 50 Cent sold a million tickets of his tour. 20,000. Entertainment don't always be sexier, bro. It's just what it is. I agree. I heard my homie was actually, back to bruh, Finesse, he was talking about uh, how he originally started his pod. He started out talking to a lot of of the entrepreneurs. Yeah. And he said uh, something that really resonated with me. It was like, I I transitioned because – I know I knew this was gonna get me the views and I can still get my end goal. Yeah. You know, so there's like the entertainment aspect is that I like how what Earn Your Leisure is doing it with the edutainment and we gotta understand too, sometimes we gotta trick our people. One oh one exactly. We gotta yeah. trick them to, to get yeah. them smarter. So and you just think about what's happening in the economy right now, like no minimum wage worker to in today's time, right now, in twenty twenty three can afford a two bedroom apartment in no state, single. Crazy. Right? That's crazy. It's crazy. Right. So it's like you can't even you can't even envision a lot of the things that you seeing us talk about online, mm-hmm. making one hundred thousand dollars a month. What did you guys do for the challenge? I don't know. Y'all broke records. What did y'all Millions. do? <laughs> that don't even sound right. cap, you know, to right. the average person. Yeah. Like, bro, you got to no way that you did that. Right. No way that is even possible. So it's like you got to damn yo, trick them. Yo, true story. True story. Um, you know, we got an award for doing. Um, Five million in a day, mm. right? It was more than that, but that was the that was the threshold for the award. And one of the guys I grew up with was did he was like yo lol, yeah, like he like he he was like yo five million in a day lol for sure. And like like in his mind, it didn't even like it didn't even seem pop like, oh, yeah. he, like it was not. It, it, this had to be a joke. This yeah. is a joke. You get what I'm saying? And you know, obviously, look, I'm from the hood, so I'm not like, what you mean, Ella? I'm like, I again, believe that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But to your point, there is this, this level of disbelief. And sometimes, and, and that's the other piece of when we, we get together, we have to remember we have to talk to the people from where they are and mm-hmm. not where we are, right? Mm-hmm. Because to your point, there's people who, yo, know, extra 2,000 is good for them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Some of us, you know what I'm saying? Look, got two thousand on the feet. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's 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 like, like you know what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. like, like a lot of us got got a yeah. year a year rent on the wrist. You get what I'm saying? A year, Bro, one year listen, of rent the on con- the wrist. The conversation that I always love to have, no matter where I'm at, what I talk about, 
I talk about how I started from a realistic $8,000. Yeah. The average, average tax return is $3,000. Yeah. So all you got to do is get you a partner or get a tax return at $100 a week. Yeah. Like you can get, if you have a job, you have a possibility. You have a chance. It just has to start up in here. Yeah. Because the disbelief you put on yourself is what now you now reflect out when other people tell you what they've done. It's yeah. not that they don't believe we did it. They don't believe they can do it. Mm. That's the problem. So once you change in here, you yeah. can go, I can do it. So when people have a conversation with me, I don't like to talk about, yeah, two million is three million and, and real estate just did this project, 2.5 million. I'd be like, nah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to talk to you about you got a job. Yep. I had a job. Yep. I didn't like my job. You didn't like your job. Yep. I got a tax return. I took the 8,000. I got a property here and there. there. Like recently, I literally watched somebody do a video, right? And it annoys the out of me mm -hmm. when I hear people continuously push their disbelief or their uh, their negative. Uh, let me let me relax a little. And <laughs> get get them get them. When they push on other people their failures, facts. You failed at something, yeah. so now you tell somebody else you can't do it because I didn't do it. So I'm going to tell you what to do in order if you want to do it. I'm like, stop putting your limitations on those people over there because you know why? They can see further than you because you didn't believe that you can see that far. So now you want to tell them, don't branch out. Don't go out there and take your money and try to do this thing because mm -hmm. when I did it, I fell. Mm -hmm. Guess what? Somebody out there can think beyond what you do because you still surrounded yourself with people who are telling you, Remember the last time you yeah. tried? Mm -hmm. That's the problem. Yeah. Once you have an encouraging conversation about, yeah, guess what? I failed. I had a problem. I didn't do it, but this is how I overcame the failure. If somebody tells you how they fell, but never tell you how they overcame, why you even have a conversation mm -hmm. with them? Why? Yeah. Why are you having a get nigga, get nigga, get to the win. Right. How did you <laughs> right. win? Right. Bang. Don't tell me three times you lost. Yeah. Rocky became famous because he overcame. Overcame it. What was that? Those were the movies. He lost the first one, but guess what? Rocky two. Look at the numbers. Yeah. Number Rocky three. Look at the numbers. If they would have stopped at the failure, Rocky one would have never been a success. Mm. You had to eventually get to him overcoming. It's mm. good. That's yeah. good. I love that. That's I good. Man. Yeah. Gem of the day, we need a gem. Before we, so we do this thing called gem of the day. Gem of the day. And uh, we'll probably, we'll probably start so he'll know where we're going with yeah. it. You just okay. give like a, this is like your, your one minute highlight reel. One oh, minute reel of telling you about us one gem. One that gem. can end up being that clip. Right? <laughs> your viral moment. Your viral, viral moment. moment. <laughs> I, look, I start, I start. For example, that, that could have been. Storm's gym of the day. Now you got to give us two. Oh, that's Storm's gym of the day. Storm's a walking jazz. Ass kick us off. Right, I'm going to kick y'all off. Look, my gym of the day is relationships over everything, right? Mm. Uh, the one thing we have to understand, uh, in, in the words of the Honorable Sean Carter, you could try to change, but that's just the top layer, fam. You was who you was when you got here. Stop chasing after what you're not. You are who you are. Chase who you, you actually you don't even have to chase it. Just be who you already are and, and focus on a strength-based approach. Because if you focus on a strength-based approach of being who you are, what you're going to do is you're going to naturally attract uh, people and, and, and relationships that are genuine. People are going to see you for who you are and the right people are going to connect with you because of who you are. And then that's how you help a movement get to the next level. Yeah. Um, and so and so remember that relationships is 80 percent. Uh, 20 percent is really um, about the knowledge that you have. But if you have the right relationships, you'll be able to move in any space that you want to move. But here's the but is that it's not about building relationships because you think that that person could do do something for you. It's about building genuine relationships because because people could see through, uh, you know, you know, relationships that are built off of what somebody has. So build the, the genuine relationships. Right. Treat the CEO the same way you treat the janitor. Like, like that is real because you never know that janitor got ambitions. And when that janitor becomes the integrator, that janitor becomes the CEO, they're not going to they never going to forget how you made them feel. And that is what is the key. 
to marketing and the key and the path to prosperity. That's good. Mm. So I'm going to say I had um, just came up with this formula, right? So success, mindset plus environment plus relationship. Add those three, three things together, you got to be successful. Mm. So think about it. Like I think about when I got my, I got my 76 unit property. It's my first apartment building. I didn't know anything about uh, investing in, 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 um, in, in commercial, nothing about it. So my mindset became ready because I said, I got to learn this skill set. So I started reading books on it. That's number one. I had to elevate my mindset. Number two, I had to put forth the effort and put myself into an environment where, so, where, where something could change. So I joined this mentorship about multifamily. Once I joined that mentorship, I paid about $20-something to join this mentorship. The first event, the first day, I had a relationship. I told people I was looking to buy a 76-unit property. Some guy said, oh, okay, let's uh, take you to lunch. I didn't know he was trying to scout me out to see if I could be his partner. He happened to be from my hometown. Ended up talking to him. We had coffee for like two hours, talking about no nothing about investing, mm -hmm. just building a relationship. Next thing you know, he said, hey, I got this deal that I'm working on. It's a 76, 76 unit. We need one more partner on it. I went to go see the partner. Next thing you know, two months later, I'm an owner. Mm. I'm 33% owner in a um, 76 unit property. Mm. People say, how did, you, how did you get a property that fast? You just started getting into mm. multifamily. Like, how did that happen? Mm. Had the mindset, started reading about it. Put myself in the environment, in the space, developed the relationship. Boom. Now, all of a sudden, I own over 400 units. Mm. Sure. Wow. Gems. Yeah. It's hard. Marketing is like the marriage in a business. You get out of it what you put into it. Mm -hmm. So you have to dedicate to that marketing if you want to see that marriage grow within your business. But at the same token, you have to realize when that business has grown to the point where that marriage to the marketing can't get you any further. You have to make a decision. Is it time for you to part ways and grow Grow and go to a new marketing situation, and now that means you must get married to a new marketing situation. But if your business is your life, and I look at my life as my business, I'm always looking to evolve. I'm always looking to grow. Never let anything or anyone stop you from growing. Marketing is that thing that will help you grow and go. Mm. Mm. Bars. Love that. Hey, Bars, no pressure, take, no pressure, no pressure. I got to take that note. What was the formula, Marvin? You said the three things I want to, you just said mindset success. Mindset plus environment plus relationship. Mindset plus environment plus relationship. The Murr method. No, I swear. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. I needed that. All right, cool, cool, cool. So um, speaking of a formula, I'm going to give you a formula too. So this is a formula that I, I like to tell my, my clients and my students to focus on. So you have your skill set, mass, massive action, and then you have your belief system. Mm. So a lot of people feel like they can't teach somebody or, or do something because they don't have a 10 skill set. But here's the formula. You can have a one skill set times 10 massive action times 10 beliefs. Mm. You're still moving at 100 miles per hour. Mm. Right? You can have a one skill set times zero massive action times 10 belief. You're moving at zero miles per hour. Mm. You can have a 10 skill set, a 10, uh, 10 massive action, and a zero in belief system, you're still moving at zero miles per hour. Mm. So what's more important is the massive action and the belief. Mm. The skill set doesn't have to be as high as you, need, mm. you think so, right? So a lot of us get into this uh, imposter syndrome mentality where they feel like we got to be all the way up. We got to have a 10 before we can start teaching people at eight, nine, seven. Yeah. You can be at three and you can teach somebody at one, mm. right? The one of the things I touched on was me talking to my previous self, me talking to the person in the mirror, me just focusing on getting 1% better every day, right? And then also understanding that you're valuable based off of what you're putting in, the value you put into the marketplace, right? So for me, I started undervaluing myself uh, because other people start offering web development. Mm -hmm. And I forgot about, at one point in time, the brand that I had built until somebody reminded me based off of a price that I quoted them. This is a funny thing based off of how you just talked about your, your units. I quoted this guy 15. He said, how much for a website? I said 15. He said, all right, cool. He sent me 15,000. I was talking about 1,500. Right? It's I was dope. just trying to show him. I was like, yo, just bro, just give me 15. I was like, just give me 15. Wow. He was like, all right, cool. That was and a then, lesson right there. That was a lesson earlier where I was like, that's when I changed my prices. I was mm. like, oh, damn, my value was way higher than I even know what nice. it is. So that to me was like a, a game changing moment for me is that whatever you charge and charge more, mm. 
Whatever mm-hmm. you're thinking you're worth, you're worth more. Facts. Right? So definitely. <laughs> so that was like some some things that were for, uh, that were big for me in my life. Like it was a, uh, a paradigm shift for me. And that's when my brand really like catapulted because I knew I was like, oh, I need to talk to a different class of people because yeah. I'm still talking to people who I'm thinking that can only afford fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. That was like earlier in my my business, yep. and ever since then, it's been a game changer for me. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I want people to walk away with that, you know. Uh, and that's pretty much my word for the day. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, if if somebody wanted to connect with you, where can they find you? You can find me on the gram, all social media platforms. Coolest nerd ever. That's coolest nerd ever with a K. People call me the coolest. I'm a heavy playmaker. I co-own one of the top urban marketing agencies in the world. And um, shout out to all the people who introduced me to this, uh, this industry, man. It was life-changing for me. Like I said, ex-car salesman turned seven-figure entrepreneur. I appreciate you guys inviting me through, bro. Listen, y'all, another powerful episode of the the Prosperity Podcast. We help you make, manage, and multiply your money. Money. Make sure you tap in. Go to pathtoprosperityshow.com. Subscribe, like, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, in God's will. And remember to do what, y'all? Always seek knowledge. Peace.